It's the Dogcast, episode number 420, brought to you by Crystal Hamburgers. They're small, steamed, and square. Guys, we got a big game coming up this Saturday against the Gators at Everbank Field. It's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville. Dog fans, it's the Dog Cast, episode number 421. This is it. This is your River City Showdown. Yeah, right. Old dog, what the hell, man? River City Showdown. What is it with with this shit that they keep coming up with? They just cannot stand. I would have more respect for both schools if they just came out and said, hey, we can't say it's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party anymore because it's politically incorrect and there have been too many drunken incidents down there. But we're not going to come up with any stupid names like the River City Showdown or the Okie Finoki or, you know, that they pass (laughs) from school to school. You know, I mean, there is no eight generations from now they will still be calling it the world's largest outdoor cocktail party because that's what it is. And nobody's going to know what the hell the Okie Finokie Ore is. Although I have touched the Okie Finokie Ore. They act like that's some, you know, some damn prestigious relic from bygone era or something. I mean, it's stupid. And River City Showdown is even more stupid. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it's just nuts. And, you know, it's kind of like what they did with the uh, Texas-Oklahoma game. You know, if if calling it a shootout is, again, politically incorrect, because <laughs> I guess that's what going to inspire some idiot to go gun down people. Sure. Or calling it the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, God forbid that's going to inspire someone to take a drink. You know, don't try to replace it with some nickname. Just say... We're too big of a pussies to give this a new nickname and go from there. <laughs> exactly. I tell you what, though, Uncle Vern and Gary Danielson, they know what the hell the game's called. Oh, yeah. So it's a big game, old dog. The Georgia has. It's, it's the biggest. It's the biggest of all games. We've lost three games, three SEC games. And I told you before we went on the air, I think we got a chance. I think we have a chance. I know it sounds crazy. I know it's a small chance. But I'm telling you, Florida is vulnerable because their their defense is great. Don't get me wrong. It is going to be a low-scoring affair. You better get ready for a lot of punts. We are going to punt and punt, and punt some more, and punt some more. Three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. But I'm telling now, you. Now, what what in the world makes you think 
that we can hold a mediocre offense to three and out because we haven't done it all year. I'm not saying we're going to hold them to three and out. I'm saying they're going to hold us to three and out. Gotcha. Gotcha. We we are going to be a punting machine. We are going to be held to three and out a lot. Yeah. But I still think we have a chance. Damn it. Well, that's. Are you already in St. Simon's drunk? <laughs> I, maybe, maybe I am. Yeah. But I'm I mean, telling because, you, because for you to think that we've got a well, you know, and it, it give me a percentage on your chance. And this will just, this will just like, this will see how rose colored your glasses are. I think it's 25%. Oh, you're nuts. It's 25%. Listen, Luke Del Rio is not that good. He throws a pick or two. If we go plus two, plus three on the turnovers, and we don't make any special team mistakes, and you know, like if why, we just, if we just handle the think, ball properly, why would you think any team in the world would even need to run the ball? I would pass the ball on us because I, they, their running game is terrible. Their running game is a mess. Well, you know, and our run defense is terrible. Yeah, they don't even have anybody as good as Webb. They they can't run the ball as good as Vanderbilt. They're not that good on offense. I'm telling you, our defense is adequate to hold Florida. All we need is a couple extra possessions, a little bit of smart time management, a little bit of special teams magic, and I'm telling you, maybe. The only special teams magic we have is of the black variety, <laughs> and, that's, and that's absolutely nothing racial. That is, that is field the punt on the four and immediately step out of bounds. Yeah, you know, uh, oh. Listen, old dog. Get me going on special teams. Did you not hear? Sony Michelle made a guarantee. Damn it! This is the first game ever where we're going to have Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle both healthy and ready to play right now in the 2016 River City Showdown. Oh Lord, have mercy, Grasshopper! (laughs) It doesn't. You could have Jim Brown in his prime back there. Herschel Walker in his prime back there. You could have Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker in the same backfield, and neither one of them could gain more than 100 yards with our woeful offensive line. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably and right. I'm, and, and I know we're going to get comments. You know, old dog, you're a downer. You're a bitter old bastard. You know, all of that. But I'm just telling you the way it is. Our offensive line is horrible. <laughs> with and and you know and in brother texting, have a drink and in texting it is all capital letters and <laughs> i'm going to throw in an extra b in there too really you might even put a hashtag in there or a tic-tac-toe no, no, sign no i would put in a number sign <laughs> because that's what that is <laughs> okay so let's talk about the game a little bit more um okay. for those of you out there who may not know what Florida brings to the table, they have a really good defense. They have really, really effective cornerbacks. And here's the problem with having great cornerbacks. They are going to be able to put those guys out there and just let them work, which means they're going to have nine other guys available to come up and stop the run (laughs) because they are not worried about us throwing against their cornerbacks. So... They're going to have man press coverage on the edge, and they are going to stack against the run. 
And uh, that's all bad news for us. Yeah. Um. So that's bad. Uh, but go ahead and make your case for a win. I'm waiting. But I'm telling you, in spite of the fact that they have nine against our five, or maybe our six, or maybe our seven, I, I still think, I'm telling you, I think we got a chance. It's going to be a really low-scoring affair. I'm thinking 17 to 14, 17 to 13, something like that. I think we might end up with the 17. That's all I'm saying. Well, I I hope you are right. I'm going 30 to 30 to 10, Florida. Oh, old dog, you bitter old bastard! You're such a downer. I'm gonna. I mean, we're 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 not good. I got my Tito's and lemonade here, and Tito says. He thinks we can win. <laughs> he yeah. thinks we can win. I mean, you know, are you are you talking to the worm in the bottle? <laughs> there's, there's no worm in Tito's. No, um, I know. I know. Um, what what tequila is the worm in? It's not even tequila. I think that's mezcal. Okay. What's the difference? One is more kerosene like. Mezcal is oh, like kerosene. If you take a really good tequila, like. My favorite, I mean, I know this, people are going to freak. I mean, I know everybody, people like uh, Patron, right? I mean, that's like the brand, but Patron is terrible. You want, I mean, it's just not the best. If you want a good, go get yourself a bottle of Milagro. Milagro is good sipping tequila, straight tequila. You pour it in a glass like scotch and just drink it. It's fantastic. You would never make a damn margarita out of Milagro. Do what? Do you throw a couple ice cubes in on top of it, too? Sure, or? yeah, man. Okay. Ice cubes are cool, <laughs> literally. No, no. Yeah, um, they're super cool. Um, yeah, but right now it's all Tito's and lemonade. I'm Tito's and lemonade until we win a game. Oh, man. I don't know if your liver could survive Do that. they have enough lemonade and enough Tito's? Yeah. So, well, don't we have Louisiana Lafayette on the schedule still or something like that? We do. U-L-L. Okay. All right, well, you'll be okay there. Who is much better than Nichols, Nichols State, by the way. Yeah. Um, so do you, what do you think? I want to know what you think What do you think the over-under on our yardage is going to be. Rushing yards. Rushing? Total rushing yards. Total, 125. 125. Split between three guys. Maybe four. I'm saying we're doing more than that. Okay. I think we get 180 rushing. Wow. I think we set a record against Florida's defense for rushing this year. Has anybody rushed for 180 against them yet? Well, when you say we're going to set a record, are you talking about most yards or the least yards? <laughs> God, you're such a, you're such an ass. <laughs> you're such an ass. <laughs> Running game and turnovers. That's the key, man. As you know, we have to run the ball, and we're going to have to be plus on the turnovers. That's what it's going to take to win this game. Low-scoring game. You know what, though? I told you 25% chance I think we win. I think there's also a 25% chance we get shut out. That's the truth. Well, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Um, so, And there's a 100% chance that we're going to punt the ball a lot. That is there just is. the way it is, guys. 
I wish I had better news for you. I'm trying to be positive. It's like old dog is here in the bunker, and he's just like a tsunami of negativity. I mean, the, the problem is old dog just brings the truth. <laughs> when we're good, I'll tell you, and when we're bad, I'll tell you. And uh, right now, we are bad. I'm tired of you telling and us that. bad way. and bad, not in a good way. Yeah, I know. Not not in the Michael Jackson sort of way. No. Um. You know what we you need. Know, I mean, I mean, our our receiving core is not very good. They can go man, just like you said. They'll cover us up. Um, I'm figuring Jacob Eason probably will throw for less than 125 yards. Yeah, here's the problem. That seems to be my favorite yardage. It does seem to be. So you're saying 250 yards total. I'm saying their defense is yeah. I'm saying their defense is just going to shut us down. You know, I really am about ready to expect more out of Jacob Eason. I, I think it's time well, I mean, to expect well, more from Jacob but Eason. You can't put it all on some 18, 19-year-old kid. The guy's got, and yeah, we've got we've got Nick Chubb, we've got Sonny Michelle, but as we have said forever and ever, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is how good your running backs are. If your offensive line sucks, which ours does, then you ain't going to do shit. And that's the bottom line. Because <laughs> old dog said so. Okay. Well, yeah, I know. but Okay, but when I say I'm ready for Jacob Eason, I'm expecting more from Eason. Here's the what thing. What do you want him to do? I want him I to mean, make the throws. To, like, throw the ball 50 yards in the air, go block three or four people, and no. then catch it himself no. and run for a touchdown. But when we have a receiver that's got to step on somebody, I want him to get the damn know. ball in stride. When's the last time I fucking receiver had to step on somebody? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you, it was, what's this, 2016? It was 2014 we had to step on somebody. Oh, oh my gosh. The tsunami of negativity. No, in 15, Malcolm Mitchell wasn't bad. But I'm telling you, the receivers we have, wide receivers. Nauta seems okay, but, I mean, our, our, wide, our, our wide outs and our slot receivers – other than Isaiah McKenzie, we don't have anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, and that Ridley kid's pretty good. Yeah. You, well, I mean, he's all right. I mean, he's caught a couple, and Neeson laid it in. But I'm just telling you, it's you know, it, it's not the norm for us to have receivers that are that are running good routes and are open. Yeah. And we are going up against one of the best defenses in the country. I know. I know all of that. Yeah, there's nothing good. Nothing good. I get it. But you got to have hope, dude. St. Simon style. I mean, it's, you know, you need to go and enjoy the party. Yeah, that's my plan. That is my plan. I tell you what, man, Amelia is going to be fun. You know, the thing is, it's just, it's fun right up until the game is over. And Amelia will <laughs> be fun. Amelia will be fun through Friday night. Right. Right. Um, man, do you think we can win the turnover battle? 
No. Jeez. I don't. I, I really don't think there's anything we can win. Hmm. I mean, I'm just, and, and and I know I'm just a damn black cloud of negativity hanging over this whole thing. But there, there's, I haven't seen anything positive this year. I mean, it seems like game after game we regress. We were better against North Carolina than we were against Vanderbilt. Man, you're I mean, no we're fun. back. We're, we're backing up. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But we, I mean, I just we got to, you know. I know you're going to cheer for them. I'm going to cheer for them. Yeah, and I mean, I'll support them. I want and Chubb and Harrion and else. Eason and Ridley and Nauta. I want those guys. I just want those guys to succeed. Well, but they can't if if we have no offensive line. Hey, and, you know, and we've hammered on this for years. I mean, we've, you know, a coach lost his job because he couldn't grasp the fact that you have to have an offensive line to win. Think about it, dude. I mean, think about where we've been on offensive line. We had Neil Calloway. Then we went to Stacy Searles. Then we were with that guy, what's his name, Will Friend, last year, you know? last good offensive line coach we had was the crazy man, Wayne McDuffie. Yeah, golly, it's been so long we've been talking about offensive line and offensive line and getting better. And we just have not been able to establish that commitment yet. So we know what we need to do, but I still want to win the game. You know, I still want to come back with a well, W. Of course, we all want to win the game, and we all want to come back with a W. And like I say, I want, you know, from the time I was 21. People in Hill want ice water. Exactly. <laughs> uh, from the time you were 21, you know, what? You've been I eating crystals? Marry, I, I wanted to marry Cindy Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> but that ain't going to happen. You know, we got to be realistic. Well, I guess what we really can hope for, we just need progression, lack of, indus- lack of injuries, and a progression with the team. You know what I mean? And right now, it's all about getting ready for 2017 if you really get down to it. Hell, we're in one big extended bowl practice right now. Yeah. I know how you love those extra practices for bowl games. Oh, yeah, because they do so much. <laughs> they help so much. Um, dang, see, I came into this show thinking, man, I'm going to lay some facts on you. I'm going to tell you about Luke Del Rio and how vulnerable he is to guys like Maurice Smith and Dominic Sanders. Hell, you know, I mean, but, man, I don't know. It doesn't matter if we can't get a yard or we can't move the ball or if we just do three and, and out and three and out and three and, and out. It's not going to matter if we can't put pressure on it. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I mean, we haven't been able to generate a whole lot of pass rush this year. I tell you, Jonathan Ledbetter, I'm really happy about having him back, though. DeAndre Baker, he's going to play this week. Hell, Kendall Baker. We got two kids named Baker both making impacts on the line. You know, Man, we you had a new kid. That. Practicing at left tackle this week, not named Tyler Catalina. Yeah, and you know, and we moved a running back to uh, to an outside or inside linebacker. Yeah, yeah, you know, middle of the season, and we're shifting shit around. Hey, you know, the well, last that, time we made that, huge that, that, that changes, that's a that's a strong program. Hey. You know, when was the 
when was the last time, let's say, Alabama moved a running back to linebacker after seven games? <laughs> Listen, the last time we made wholesale changes during the bye week before Florida, it worked out gr- I know it didn't work out so good. Yeah, Foton Bata. How is Foton Bata? How's Foton Bata doing? I think he's like on a Rocky Mountain High out in yeah. Colorado. He's I don't know how it. he's doing. I, I think he's the starter out there. He's He's probably living large. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if I were, and I don't know if they're playing or not, you know, but weed's legal out there. If I were him, you know, I'd sit back, buy myself a couple black and miles, you know, roll me up a couple blunts and just sit back there and think about shit. Last year I was getting my ass pounded (laughs) in the Georgia Florida game. Yeah. You know, you know, do we need to explain. Pretty good out here. This isn't episode 420. This is episode 421. But the magic of taking the black and mild and getting all the tobacco out of it, and then just using that shell. Well, and, and, and maybe you put some good, other kind the key of is too, combustible is material inside of it that they put in there too. What's that? Well, not only in the middle of a black and mild is there tobacco. But they also have some filler that's just nothing but paper, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to extract that, too, if you're going to roll yourself a decent blunt. <laughs> you got to get all that out and replace yeah. it with some other kind of combustible some, material. Or, some, some or organic weed. But from the outside, it looks like a plain old black and mild. It looks awesome. It does. But on the inside, there's magic. In theory, we're just talking, this is hypotheticals here. Right. Um, now, I'll tell you what is not theory, what is not hypothetical, is how awesome the boneless wings are at Crystal. <laughs> They're fantastic. The buffalo ones you, are the best. And i tell you what else is awesome. Speaking of weed, having a couple inside linebackers <laughs> that, that don't get suspended because someone smelled some some marijuana smoke coming from their room. And the Gestapo comes and, like, kicks their door in. I mean, what kind of world are we in where players' rooms are just being, like, tossed because somebody... Same kind of, same kind of world where our Secretary of State can sell influence for for money donated to her, her husband's foundation <laughs> while he's on a jet airplane going to some island where they can screw young boys. You know, I mean, it's just... Easy, easy, easy. It's two weeks to the presidential election. We, this, I'm telling you, everybody yeah. needs a break from presidential politics right now. There's, there's no doubt. And you know what is awesome to take a break with? Twelve cheese crystals hot off the grill. Yeah, you know, I've just never been a fan of the cheese on there because I'm a purist. I know you are, but man, I'm telling you, my wife talked to me. And I'm not cheese. even, and I'm not even crazy about the pickle. That's why I like to get them off the grill. That fresh, hot steam patty, little bit of onion, and some mustard on that baby, on that soft steam bun. Man, man, I wish I had a crystal right now. Oh yeah, it's making my mouth water. Man. Tell you what, we should give something away. I tell you, the first person who sends me an email with Crystal in the title, I will send you a coupon for a free Crystal combo, a number one combo. I think that's four crystals or three crystals. I'm not sure how many crystals is. It's some crystals 
and some fries and a drink. And go go on record. Say it's four, and if it's only three, you'll pay for the fourth one. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> I also have some koozies. I tell you what, I'll mail you your Dean coupon for your crystal combo inside of a koozie that looks like a crystal. The koozies are so cool. It looks like a crystal, like in the little paper square, right? Um, so, yeah, so the first person that emails me crystal in the subject line, email me your address, subject line, crystal, or I love crystals. And, more, and importantly, you need to have a crystal hamburger place near you, right? So if exactly. you li- I'm not mailing the dang coupon to Montana or Idaho, okay? Like, you know who you are. So, or, unfortunately, any place in South Carolina other than Surfside Beach. That's not true, man. There are all kinds of crystals in South Carolina, you crazy person. You have, you have crystals up where you live? There's a big, there's a big drive-thru in Greenville. Oh, man. Hell, there's one in Gaffney. They're all over Georgia and South Carolina. In North well, they're, Carolina. They're, I, I tell you, they're none south of Columbia. <laughs> well, that's a deficiency we need to correct. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, somebody email me, and you'll get free crystals and a koozie. Maybe a football. Hell, maybe a cup. I don't even know. I, I, who knows what I'm going to do? It's crazy. I'm going in the prize closet. I have a metric ton why of things that say crystal on the, it. Why don't you buy them dinner at the Red Barn down in Brunswick? You know, I just had like a flashback. You remember, um, what was that place? Uh, Charlie... The Pinecrest Lodge. What was that place used to be called? Um, was it Charlie Williams or something like that? Charlie Williams Pinecrest Lodge. Yeah, you know, it was like an all-you-can-eat buffet, and they had steak on the buffet. Man, that was good. It was it was good, but I tell you, the best one was the Swamp Guinea. Oh yeah, man, I know. You're right. The Swamp Guinea. Had I mean, you could since I was like eat there and have roads running around on the floor. Listen, we are way off the subject here. Well, and, and we may as well be. Can we get because pressure I on Luke you, Del Rio? Because I'll tell you, the memories of the Swamp Guinea are far better than the memories of the last 15 years in Jacksonville. Ugh. The next person. So somebody who emails me the somebody who emails me the last time they had a meal at the Swamp Guinea. If you know what the Swamp Guinea is, email me. I'll send you some crystal coupons also. In honor of the Swamp Guinea. It's fun to just say Swamp Guinea. It is. <laughs> and i tell you something else we need to do. If you were a Georgia football player and were a participant in the Enzound celebration in 2007, we'll mail you some crystal coupons. Yes, we will. Or if you played in the 1997 game where Kirby Smart had two picks and Georgia won by 20 points, you also get some crystal coupons. How about that? I like it. I'm just giving away crystal stuff tonight. Tonight's, tonight's crystal stuff. And I'll tell you something else, too. If you text DAWG, D-A-W-G, to 37793, you'll get more free crystals. We give and, and we give, you, and old dog. I'll tell you what else we ought to do. Just because he's had a real good year, let's mail a crystal coupon to Scott Warner for doing absolutely nothing but being great back when he played. <laughs> just for being awesome. Just for being Scott Warner. And just for being one hard-ass son of a gun that never made a fair catch. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. 
Dog fans, I think we're going to win. I think we have I don't nah, I don't think we're going to win. I think we have a 25% chance to win. I think we have a chance, not a great chance, but we have a chance, man. This game is going to be tough though. It's going to take a unified effort on the fan base and the football team. We all got to be rowing together, old dog, including you. Oh, I mean, I I will be there. I will be cheering for Georgia like I have since I was in my sophomore year in high school. I'm going to be drinking. Back back when we used to chisel notes on tablets. <laughs> I'm going to be drinking Clyde Mays Conecuh Ridge bootlegger-style Alabama whiskey with some of that Oscar Blues ginger beer on Saturday. I'm just going with pure dog piss. I know. I'm going to because get off I'm, the dog piss. That's how, that's how confident I am. I'm going off the dog piss, and I'm drinking. I'm going back to smart asses because we're definitely going to win on Saturday. That's how I sure I am. I hope you're right. Dog fans, I'm sorry I couldn't give you more stats. I don't want to give you stats because if I give you stats, you're no going to be depressed. No one that listens to this show cares about stats. I know, but I like to give the fans something they can hang their hat on. Like, but a, a, here's a, one we're going to win. Have mercy if you, yeah, but you can't. I know, and that's depressing. <sighs> Dog fans, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Old Dog and me sit around and wish and hope that we could win more football games. And and I apologize for being being so negative, but it's it's I I can't be any other way just because I'm a realist. Bye fans, for fans, your hundred thousand watt global force for good, the University of Georgia football podcast. The Dogcast, the original, the biggest, the best, we are we are what's up. And right now, it's just not awesome being Georgia football podcast right now. It, it's tough. But it's, it, tough being a, it's tough being a Georgia fan. But we are still the best there is. And even though we may not be winning, even though we may be on a downturn, it's we're going to get better. We're going to be competing for championships. Get out there, cheer for the dogs. Just don't, just don't make an ass of yourself, and and come in and start talking smack like we're going to do something. And for God's sakes, don't wear blue jean shorts. No blue no. jean shorts. No River City Showdown. It's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. So go have a cocktail and get ready to cheer on the dogs at three thirty. At Everbank Field, and and I'll tell you something else too. If you if you go to the dogbone.com, uh, Daryl Huckabee always has a, a column in there on Thursdays, and, and I there's a lot of times I disagree with him because he was one of the world's greatest CMR apologists. But this article, he has got a great great little paragraph in there, and this is something that has always gotten me about these Florida fans that love to do the gator chomp to a theme about a shark, which I still can never figure out. But he was talking about a game where Georgia wasn't real good. I believe it was actually the 07 game. And he 
a lot of Georgia fans had sold tickets because if you remember that year, even though we came on real strong, we had lost two games. Vanderbilt had almost beat us. We're down there in Florida, and a lot of guys had dumped their tickets on eBay, StubHub, and he had two Florida fans sitting in front of him. Yeah. And this kid was doing the gator chomp, kept turning around to him, doing the gator chomp, doing the gator chomp. And if you remember, the like the first, we kicked off to them. First play, they hand off. They gained 10 yards first down. Next play, Tebow hits some guy for about 12 yards. This guy's going nuts. And in Huckabee's article, he lays a hand on this kid's shoulder, and he says, son, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. You can take it or you can leave it. But here it is. You can stand there and you can cheer for your team as much as you want. You can yell hooray for Florida. You can gator chomp. But if you turn around and gator chomp in my face one more time, from the next 50 years, when you and your friends go to a college football game, every conversation you have is going to start out with, do you remember the day when that 60-year-old man whipped your ass at the Georgia <laughs> Florida game? <laughs> oh, man, that's fantastic. It was, it was great. Oh, that's fantastic. That was a great and game, too, hope, the celebration and game. Hope, and let's hope we've got a little bit of the 07 magic. I hope so, man. We need to get up on the chip, dude. We need to get up on the chip just like Penn State did with Ohio State last week. Yep. It can be done. It absolutely can be done. Dolphins. But, but, we've, but we've got, I, I mean, I would love, I would love to get a quote from one of our players after a win to say, you know, we just wanted this more than they did. Yeah. God, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be really neat to hear one of our players say? Man. Dog fans, thanks for listening. I'll have more for you from Amelia Island this weekend. Big game on Saturday, Georgia versus Florida at Everbank Field in Jacksonville at 3.30. It's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Go and have a cocktail note, and have fun at the game. Go dogs. And to that note, just remember, if you don't start drinking in the morning, you can't drink all day. 